let's go. Drinks on Dusty, let's start the show. Drinks on Dusty, coming in hot, coming in to blow up the spot. Guess we picking what we be drinking. We don't know what Dusty is thinking. We are here to have a good time. See where the combo may just climb. Sit back, put your drinks up. Come on, y'all, fill up your cup. Drinks on Dusty, let's go. Come on, y'all, start the show. Oh no. Alright everybody, welcome to Drinks on Dusty. I am your host, your favorite drinking podcast host, Dusty. Um, we're back a little bit, okay? So we took we took a little another vacation. Another vacation. It's been about, I think, in a couple days, like two months technically. But uh we took we took a little break. Dustin, Dusty, or I'll talk to myself and whatever person it is. Who fucking knows people, right? Um, but uh took a little break, lots of shit going on. Uh we'll we'll get into it a little bit in this episode but uh it's good to be good to talk good to talk again um this is going to be another uncut episode right so dusty decided to take some break and then decided to drink a little bit today sunday fun day and <laughs> decided to be like you know what it's time to talk so please bear with me with whatever the fucking nonsense that spews out of my fucking mouth. I'll try to sound as intellectual as possible. Um, but we, we all know that we listen to this. We listen to this podcast because it's not intellectual if you do. So, you know, I'm going to give you everything that I am. So it's, it's good to be back. Uh, lots of shit happened. Uh, wish hope everyone had a great 4th of July. Um, it's been a wild time. It's been a wild time. I will, you know, again, this is going to be an uncut episode, so I'm not really going to cut anything. I'm going to talk, and that's what the solo episodes are. They're uncut, me talking about a bunch of bullshit, and just going with the fucking flow, no matter how much it sucks or whatever. So so here we fucking go, okay? Um, it's been a wild, like, two months. It's been it's been crazy. Uh, uh, lots of shit has fucking happened. Uh, lots of... Big shit has happened um, in the world and in my personal life. So I've kind of been going through some stuff and I just decided today to kind of go back into into the world a little bit and post some stuff and all that kind of shit. I kind of went social media silent, which I don't have. I'm not like a fucking Instagram fucking famous person. Like, come on, we, we know that. But I, I just like I went in a cocoon a little bit i guess you could say um and i'm even finding it weird to do this because i haven't done the solo one in a little bit so i'm <laughs> not really feeding off people and i'm just talking i've drank a good a l- little bit of mouth this this uh this podcast is uh brought to you by corona which is i haven't had corona on the podcast yet so shout out to corona it's from my little fourth of july celebration i had at my place and um so it's it's good to be drinking and talking and shit but um it's been wild, right? The world's been crazy. Um, and I'll give a, another forewarning is like, I'm not sure how emotional this podcast is going to be. I'm not sure how in depth it's going to be. I don't know if it's going to be fun. I, I have no idea. Again, I'm just, I'm just talking. So I appreciate everybody who has reached out to be like, Hey, when you get, when do you bring another one out? Dustin, like what's going on? Are you, are you good? And it's cool that again, like I'm not saying I got fucking thousands of people asking me that, but the fact that I have any amount of people asking me that question is fucking wild to me. And I love it. 
Um, I did. I remember I was sitting in a room at work not too long ago, and someone had said, "Hey, my friend uh, listens to your podcast." I was like, "Who are you talking about? Show me your friend." And then they showed it to me, and they're like, "Yeah, she was talking about like." Um, I listened to Drinks on Dusty. It's a great podcast. And I was like, I have no idea who that is. And it was kind of weird, the connection with some girl that I work with. She was like, well, I know Dusty. She's like friends with the person. She's like, I know Dusty. And that was kind of cool. So apparently we reach, we reach some other people. So it's fucking dope. So again, like, follow, subscribe, all that kind of bullshit, right? And bear with whatever the fuck this podcast is going to be, okay? True fans, I appreciate you. And, um... Bear with whatever nonsense I'm about to spew, because Dusty has definitely took advantage of a Sunday fun day doing some work during the day, and then kind of decided to drink, listen to country music, get some country boy shit on in New York City in my fucking apartment, you know. But <laughs> you know, we do what we can. But um, yeah. So it's it's nuts. Um, I want to talk about. I guess the first thing I want to say is I want to talk about fucking. June 24th. Okay. So the last time I released an episode was May 19th. And then, you know, I had an episode I was ready to go or getting ready to go. It was a long episode that I'm excited for everybody to see, but I was editing, working on this one that was a beast. And it was one of my favorite ones because it was really personal to me. It's my boy, Justin Munchow. Justin Munchow. He's one of my best friends now. And I really want his episode to be really good because it's a it's a very interesting story, right? So he was my last one that was gonna go after Christian's episode, and it was gonna be another person in my on my people, my circle, or whatever, right? So I've been I was working really hard on editing at, and that motherfucker loves to drink just like this dipshit does. <laughs> and we we talked for fucking so long, right? And I, I don't release four hour episodes, but you know, we're trying to make it work, right? And that was the, that was an episode I was working on. And um, so it, it took me a lot. Work's always, always fucking busy and shit. And then June 24th comes around, right? I was getting ready that Thursday. I was thinking like, ah, I almost have it ready, but not, not quite. And then uh, June 24th was a Friday, if I believe. And so I've been like, you know, I was like going, going along with every, at least once a month, I release an episode. Like it's, you know, my life gets pretty crazy on a weekly basis and shit. And, but I was still following it one, once a month, I'll release something. Right. But I was like, ah, I can wait, I can wait one more week or I can get it out maybe on a Sunday or something like that. June 24th comes around. So June 24th is a big day. Okay. And if you are listening to me, there's like a lot of uh, political reasons for that day. And there's some personal things for me in that day, but June 24th, the number one thing I was looking forward to was one thing was Luke Combs album. So Luke Combs, if you know who, uh, he's he's my favorite country music artist of all time now, and he is, anytime he releases shit, I live for it, right? So on uh, Friday, I was like, just looking forward to this fucking album all day. I had a work from home day, I was going to write curriculum for my company, and June 24th, I'm like, fuck, man, this album's going to come out, I'm going to listen to this whole album while I write curriculum, I'm going to be doing shit. And I was just so fucking hyped, right? So hyped for this album. And then June 24th is here. Friday morning, I wake up, do some shit, start working throughout the day. Um, just getting ready to post it. Be like, yo, everybody, I've been talking about this album for months. Blah, blah, blah. Like anyone cares, Dusty. But like, whatever. Um, <laughs> but looking forward to this all fucking week or whatever, right? And then the Roe versus Wade hits up. 
the overturn of the Roe versus Wade with the, the abortion law. And so I'm sitting in my room. I'm pretty fucking, I'm pretty oblivious to a lot of shit, to be honest with you. And I'm just like sitting there listening to the music, excited about it. And then I see the news, my phone's all blowing up, all this stuff. I'm not like out because I'm working from home that day. And I'm just like, get the fuck out of here. Are you serious? So I hear the news from the Roe versus Wade, which I'll get into my feelings with it with um with everything later but like you know to gloss over it like that happens i'm like fucking hitting the head i'm just like god get the f- come on so in my head i'm just like well i f- definitely can't post about fucking this luke combs album because none of this shit matters now right so i'm just like i'm just i'm trying to comp um contemplate it for a while like i'm trying to contemplate um, the women in my life and how they're feeling. And I'm just like dumbfounded. And I'm also trying to write like children curriculum, like two and a half to fucking six year olds. I'm trying to write curriculum for them and do my job. Yet my head just spinning, like what the fuck is happening in the world? Like w- what's going on? And I'm trying to con- contemplate that. Right. So that happens. And then not a couple hours later, I get a, a text call from my dad telling me that my grandma's not doing too good. And, um, so then that was, (laughs) I'll laugh in awkward moments here. So bear with me, but I just, this is how I do shit. Um, so I apologize if I get any sort of emotional here, but like I tend to laugh or something when things get a little weird. Right. So I get that call telling me that, um, my grandma's not doing too good. So my grandma backstory, quick backstory is, um, I had, my my other grandma on my mom's side was my best friend. Um, she was my biggest fan. She was she was everything to me. Um, she's you know I I would if I had to vision me ever um, accepting accepting like any sort of award, it would be talking about how my mom, my my sister, and my my grandma were always right there. And um, she was she's my biggest fan and. She passed away when I was a senior or junior in college. Um, and I won't get into, I won't get into that too much right now, but so then my other grandma, so, you know, um, my dad's side. So it's my dad's mom and he's telling me, and, um, I could tell from it's, I know it's not the best and I'm trying to talk through it, deal with that. So that, that basically brings my entire world to a shutdown, right? So I don't really think about anything now other than that. I really kind of just, I don't give a fuck about what's happening in the world anymore because I know my family's hurting because that's the kind of person I am or that's, that's just how I think or how I contemplate things or whatever the fuck I kind of shut the fuck down. And now my world, like my inner circle world, like my family's hurting. So I have to think about them. I can't think about the outside and all that stuff as much as I am thinking about it. And I don't really know. Again, I got some frustrations with a bunch of shit, but, um, I, that, that's where my head is right there. So on that day, I went from being super excited for just my favorite country boys album to, Oh, the world's being fucking stupid to, Oh, my family's fucking hurting. And that kind of fucked with my head in the matter of day, like a matter of fucking not two, three, four hours, maybe around there. I, I went through this whole weird emotion thing and I kind of shut down that day. Like, you know, I had plans to go out and I was like, I'm not, I'm not leaving. Cause I don't know what I'm, what's happening right now. Um, 
so I'll even, I'll even like grandma's doing okay now. Like the past couple of weeks, like she's good. And, um, just to make sure everyone knows like everything's okay. And I still might get emotional a little bit, but, um, just, just to explain like my kind of thought process the past couple, uh, weeks or <laughs> past couple months, honestly. And so that, that happened on that day. Right. So I kind of shut down and I'm just thinking about my family. So then I go from just, I, I'm almost, my headspace is all about my family at that point. Right. So every day is texting my dad, my, my sister and everybody just trying to check in be like, is it, is it okay? Like, does, do I need to come home and all that kind of stuff? So again, if you don't know, my whole family lives back in um, Nebraska. So I live in New York city and I'm all my immediate family. Every one of my immediate family members are all in Nebraska. They're all there. It's not the quickest thing to get there and stuff. Right. Don't care. I'm ready to go back. But, um, my dad is telling me to wait, wait out. Right. So it's his, it's his mom. It's his mom. And my dad is the toughest son of a bitch I've ever met in my life. Right. Like he's not going to show me the emotion. He's, he's gonna, he's gonna lock the fuck down. Right. So I'm trying to think I have to be, I have to be respectful about my feelings are feeling one way. Right. I have to tough whatever out. And, uh, it's his mom. Cause I can't imagine that being about my mom. I wouldn't fuck talk to anybody. Like I, 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 he's a father. So like, I'm not a father or anything right now. So I, I have to, I'm trying to put all this in my head. My head's just fucking around a bit. Right. This is probably what this fucking whole episode's going to be about. Right. It's just going to talk about my fucked up, um, my weird life. that has been the past couple months. Um, so I'm trying to work that on my head and talk with him and like be as respectful as possible without putting my feelings into the fact, but I'm the, I'm the family member that's way far away. And I love my grandma. I'm a big grandma's boy. I love my fucking grandma, my grandma. Um, <laughs> um, she, my grandma, on my dad's side, I don't really, she was, um, she, all she wanted, she laughed at every one of my stories. She always wanted, she always wants me to be like, she, I, I'm there to make her laugh. And, um, uh, I think that's a common thread with both my grandmas is that I was just there to, to, to be there. And, um, and uh, I'm there to make everybody laugh, make something fun happen. And, uh, grandma Betty, shout out, but she, um, it's going to be all over the place. People, I'm sorry. Um, but I'm, I'm talking to him and just like trying to think like, Hey, dude, like I'll come back right now. It's fine. Like things are, I'm busy as shit with work and all this kind of stuff, but like, it doesn't matter. Like I'll shut down and go home. He's like, no, no, let's, let's, let's just wait out. Okay. Like you can't do anything from where you're at and you aren't going to do anything here. Makes sense. But you know, my head, my head's a fucked up place as you don't know. And I kind of, I'm pretty distracted with all that. Right. And then I, I, every day is just, you know, I'm talking to them just like, I kind of just can, I don't care about work anymore. I care about nothing. All I care about is I know my dad's hurting and my, and my family. And I just want to be there with them. And, but it's, it's a hard thing to be like, do I go back to it's the, you know, it's not a deathbed. I don't want to be the one thing I really struggled with through all of this was if I go back, I felt like I was being a, a sign of, Oh, it's over. And I wanted to be like the hope in the sense of Dustin's not coming back. That means everything's going to be okay. And that's how my head worked. Cause I knew if I came back, I wasn't ready for it to be a, I come back and I say goodbye and not know what's going to happen. It's a, it's a weird thing. And your head's playing all these tricks on you, right? Because 
as the one close family member that's too far. Like I'm too far to where like I can't just drive there. Like I have to take care of things to get there. And I I I mean I'm in the unknown and it was a whole rough situation and just like try every day was just is she good? Is she okay? Like what do you want me to do? And like you know, I'm trying to follow my father's lead and be like he's telling me not to. And then there was a not to come back and I just sit back and that makes me just sad which like you know, I could have, I should have just maybe came back, but then when my family's telling me not to, like, I'm trying to respect them, my aunt, my, my aunts, my dad, um, and be like, no, I, I, I need to, like, they're trying to probably grieve or deal with their process and they can't deal with like me being another burden. Right. Like, I don't want that. So I'm kind of pushing off from that. And that kind of fucked with my head for weeks. It was every day. It was, you know, I'm like, that made me start to think of one, my other grandma and how I was busy with a fucking show before she passed. And it was, it, it just made me like, oh man, I'm about to be in the world without a grandma. Like that's fucking, that's crazy. Um, that's nuts. And I've been, to be clear, I've been fortunate enough. Like I, I have not lost close people. Like a lot of people have in the world. And I am, goddamn fucking lucky that i still have my fucking um my closest family members here with me um other than grandma doris anymore but um it it brought my head back to this whole thing and it was fucking with me every day like why the fuck are you in new york city like what are you doing here you're so far from your family and it made me start to think about all the priorities in life all the all the things that are happening and i'm and I'm just here, like, yes, I'm here pursuing a dream. Yes, I'm here where my life is now. Yes, I'm here with a good job. I'm, I, but, but my family's the most important thing to me. And me getting there is such a hassle. And it, may, it started to make me rethink all this stuff. And every day was just, I f- didn't give a fuck. Didn't care about working. Barely fucking felt like I worked. Barely wasn't what shut myself down from talking to people. Cause I was like, man, I ain't about to be fun. And it was hard to think about like, cause you know, you know, it's your grandma, you know, it's not completely unexpected, but you know, it was, <laughs> it's my last one. Right. And, um, it was, it, it just, it fucked in my head and I'm not sure if it's good. Maybe I'm weak minded. I don't fucking know, but I, 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 I didn't really know how to, uh, contemplate it. I didn't know what to do. And it was, I just sat back hoping that I was either going to be told something to do. Cause I just ran out of shit. I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to do. I was sad as fuck. And I just was like, do I just go back and just stay there for until it, till something happens? Like, what do I do? Like I, um, so it was wild. Um, so that was a big thing that happened to me lately. Again, grandma's doing good. Uh, she actually just went out of the hospital. So shout out to her. She's a tough son of a bitch. Um, you know, she's still working. It's still going. They like she's got a lot a lot of stuff that has to has to happen. Um, but um it just fucked with my head. And I was like, man, I <laughs> I can't have this be a everyday thing with my family. Like I, I need to be closer to them. So it's been a lot of reevaluation on kind of like what I'm doing with my life and what's gonna be the most important thing and like is the dream worth it? Is it worth it to be so far from the people that, you know, help raise you the help my grandma gave me paydays every fucking day for my birthday. 
and I'm not like just immediately able to be there to say hi or goodbye or anything, right? So that that really fucked with me is um, I'm not right there to say goodbye if something were to happen. And I kind of rustled with that a lot and shut down. Like I wasn't making decisions because I was so shut down. Cause I was just like debating on what's, well, I don't know what the fucking step is. Right. Um, so I apologize for the sad start to this podcast, but that was a big thing that fucking happened to me. And that, that didn't really kind of get, I don't even, I'm not even gonna say it's resolved, but like, I'm feeling better now because I know that she's better. So I shut the fuck down for about two months and didn't want to really talk to too many people. Wasn't being social. There was very, very few people. I messages, posts, anything. I just, I shut the fuck down. Um, and the people that talked to me through it and were just kind of there listening to my shit. I appreciate you. I appreciate you more than you know. Um, I'm not one to ask for help. And I think this might get into another combo in the podcast later, but like, I'm not one to ask for help. I'm just one to kind of try to try to deal with it, try to tough it out and make it work. Um, but it was hard. And, Again, I'm lucky that she's okay. Like it sounds like a sob story, but when you have some sort of mental block that you that I kind of deal with every time, like my depression and anxiety and shit, like where I it happens in my head just goes fucking someplace that I don't even understand. Couldn't even tell you what it is, and it's it just makes it the next thing, right? Um, so that happened, okay. Um, and then I and then the, the whole world's happening, okay. So I'm watching on social media, all this stuff that's happening. And I'll, I'll specifically talk about Roe versus Wade, I guess, but I'm watching that happen. And then me, I'm dealing with my personal stuff. So I shut the fuck down. That's how I get when I'm, when I'm personally fucking just going through it. I shut down. I shut the fuck down. I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to deal with anything. And then I'm seeing, I'm seeing all the shit about, you know, women's rights basically be fucking taken away. And I just am like, I wanted to say something, but I also was like, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I don't have it. My headspace is fucking too fucked up to even have a consummated thought, right? And I'm dealing with my life, so I have a couple problems and issues here. Okay, so bear with me, and I know this might sound emotional and fucking whatever. Problem number fucking one: In what world do you think that you get to tell anybody? What to do with their body when your body doesn't fucking ever have to deal with it. Okay. I don't understand that. So I'm I I I'm gonna be clear here. I'm not probably gonna be the most intellectual person on all this shit, right? So bear fucking with me, okay? But I'm gonna give you a fucking example. I will example, I will give the example in in my life. I would not choose abortion. If I had the choice, I would not choose that. But guess the fuck what? I won't ever get that choice because I, Dustin as a man, will never be fucking pregnant. Will never have to deal with that body uh, situation that's happening. Okay? I will never have to do that. So in what world would I ever get to tell a woman to do something with their body that I have no knowledge will never go through and will never completely fucking understand. You could have your thoughts, 
but I will never fully understand it. I will never get what they go through. Someone made some fucking thing about saying like 1% of 1% of fucking women are that um, it's fucking aggressive. Uh, this whole next thing is aggressive, I guess. Right. Right. But it's, it's fucking insane. So the belief that, well, only, only 1% of people uh, that, get abortions where 1% of women are raped, raped or whatever. That's fucking false. I believe what I'm, what I'm looking at is one out of six American women have been victim or attempted to have completed rape. One out of six, right? Don't make me do fucking math right now. It's like 14.8%. I don't fucking know. That doesn't fucking matter. I don't care if it's point fucking 1% or whatever the fuck. That, that percent man matters right so if you're telling some woman that she gets um attacked and raped and such and that she now has to complete the the pregnancy because well that's just what you have to do now it, it shouldn't have happened to you you that's what you're telling women you're telling women that uh well it should that happened to you now you have to deal with your 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 choices guess what wasn't her fucking choice so if you're trying to tell a woman what to do with her body and you don't <laughs> you're not even fucking comprehending all these outside fucking things. 1% is just as important as fucking 50%. That's 1% of women is just percent is just as important as the 99 then percent of women that you're apparently thinking don't ever get attacked or raped or anything, which I'm pretty sure is bullshit on your fucking end. But that percentage still matters. So even at the fucking low end, what I'm trying to get at is if you're saying 1% of it happens, so it doesn't matter, like we need to pass this so abortion's fucking illegal everywhere, then you're not, those 1% fucking matter. Just like percent, 1% of fucking anybody fucking matters in this world. And unless it's 0%, then we should fucking take um, caution for it or we should take care of it. And I, I don't understand it. And again, I will talk from my personal life as a fact of like one time I thought I, a girlfriend of mine was pregnant. And to be clear, girl turns out to fake a pregnancy, right? But at that moment, I was always against it, always against abortion. Was like, no, that's that's killing a kid that I'm not, I'm never going to do that. And then when the girl told me, crying, saying that I'm I'm pregnant, Dustin, and then the first thing was, how, what the fuck am I going to do? And then, but then in that head, in that moment, I realized. It's her. I can't. I can have a say. I can give my opinion, but she's the one that would have to deal with it. Now, again, woman's fucking crazy that I ended up not being pregnant, right? But that's my situation. I can. That's the only way I can relate to it. But it's her body. So what the fuck do I ever get to tell somebody to do with their body? And let me fucking uh, compare this. If you want to compare this to fucking mask shit that's happening, that that is happening in the fucking years, right? I'll tell you, I'm the one the person's like, not really sure why I need to keep wearing a fucking mask. Don't really get it. But guess fucking what? The same fucking logic goes, if you don't want to wear a mask, okay, I'll understand it, fine. But then you don't fucking get to tell somebody what else to do with their body. If you're telling people to say, um, oh, it's it's my body. If I want to wear a mask, I, I, I fucking can or can't. Two fucking very different things. I want to be very clear here. I understand they're two diff different fucking things, but the simplest fucking way to fucking um, mash it up to me or whatever the fuck. But if... You think one way, then you got to fuck it. It's, it's counteractive. You got to fucking think the other way too. And again, if you're, what's annoying as shit, I think, is that the 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 country that we're in is ran by men that fucking clearly don't have an understanding or a respect for the women in their fucking lives, and 
understanding that this horrible shit happens on a regular fucking basis to where they don't get control of their bodies, which is fucking horrible. And you're taking away that fucking thought process or you're, you're taking away their, their control of their bodies in a simplest fashion. Please, please um, understand my lack of not saying the right words right now. Okay. It's a drinking podcast. I drink and say dumb shit. Um, and I don't get political really ever, but I don't, I don't fucking get it. I, in purest form, I don't understand if your body will never fucking go through something, then what do you get to, why do you fucking think you get to tell someone else what to do with their body? You never should. Ever. Fucking ever. Point blank. And we live on the fact of, um, and then it's the same way, like, I believe in, um, uh, Gun, con- I believe that everybody has a right to bear arms, right? Do I think they need a fucking AR-15? Fucking no, because all my family's hunters, and they don't fucking need that, right? So anyone that says on the left side, if you want to fucking say that, it says no one no one should have guns at all point, at any point, I'm like, nah, well, I believe everyone has the right to bear guns as their choice if they want to. Everyone has a fucking choice. We want to live in America that has a fucking choice. If in America, everyone has a choice what to do with themselves, then that's the same fucking thing. Don't blur the fucking line because it doesn't need to be blurred. It's the same fucking thing. If I think the the only way I. I'm, I'm so bad at this shit. So this is why I don't talk about this stuff here because I'm not good at it because the whole podcast is about me drinking and saying shit, right? Um, but. My whole dream is to have a fucking daughter, right? Mostly because I know I'm going to spoil the shit out of her and my world's going to fucking melt. But I don't know if I want to fucking bring a daughter into this world knowing that people are telling her what to do with her body that have no understanding of her body. I don't have, I don't because I'll never go through anything that she would. So why in the fuck? Would you get to tell somebody what to do with their body when you don't fucking understand how their body works and all the shit that they have to go through with it? What's the implications of what happens if they go through a pregnancy that was, if you want to say 1%, 1% fucking unwanted or whatever the fuck. It doesn't matter if it affects them. It's their fucking choice. They have to live with that choice, which I would assume if they have to fucking make that goddamn tough ass decision, it's probably hurting them mentally more than you fucking understand. They're choosing something for them. And sometimes you have to be self and you have to take care of yourself and your family. Like you're trying, you're taking away that choice. You're saying, go through it, tough the fuck out, make your life fucking whatever the fuck now. Like that, it's, it's fucking crazy to me. <sighs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. It, it, it's fucking nuts. And I, I mean, that was, that was. I know I'm not making too much sense, but like it's that was a lot that was happening during that. And I'm dealing with my personal shit and then seeing that. And I felt horrible that I wasn't voicing stuff. And because I was just like, I can't, I, I got nothing. I'm just shutting the fuck down. And so this will get into my other point, though, is I believe that all the women in my life know who the knew who know who I am, know what I believe, know that I care about them, know that I believe in them, know that I support them no matter what. Um, and because I didn't post something on Instagram doesn't mean that I don't support you. And then that goes to my next point is I had a couple people, I had a couple people message me, which quite literally fuck off and had messaged me about not posting about it. Now I 
know this is dicey and I'll, I might be risking saying whatever the hell here, I guess, but just because I didn't post something on Instagram doesn't mean that's me saying I don't believe in it, right? So I saw numerous people, a couple people contact me and a couple people post about shit that I, I could clearly tell that they were talking about me in my head. Maybe I'm a fucked up head and I thought about that, but saying that you're a shitty person for not posting about this. To be clear, I think every man, I think it's a double, I, I think some men needed to shut the fuck up. I don't think we needed to hear from fucking Superman, but I, I believe in supporting, supporting the women and making your voice heard. I believe in that wholeheartedly. Me personally, talking about my situation, I didn't fucking care. I didn't feel like talking to anybody because I was shutting down emotionally with my life that was going on with my grandma and stuff, right? But then people that called other people out for just not posting something, whether they're even if they're not posting hateful shit, don't don't make me think that or don't don't try to make this fucking thing about the only way to be relevant in this world is posting something on fucking Instagram. OK, because that's what's fucking up half of our society as it fucking is. So if I don't post something that doesn't fucking mean I don't believe in it, that doesn't mean that that believes that maybe my Instagram, I all I want it to be is me fucking around and shit. And if you're trying to judge me based on what I post that's kind of ridiculous sometimes. Unless I'm posting hateful shit or shit that you disagree on, then yeah, by all means, it's all fucking, um, it's a wild gunfire, go for go for it. Because I'm posting it, I'm bringing it out there. But just because I didn't post something that day or that, that week or whatever, doesn't mean I don't believe in it, okay? And that shit pissed me the fuck off too. Because I had numerous people, one, a couple people messaged me where all I wanted to tell them was to fuck off, but I had to say, no, I, I understand I'm going through some shit and you don't know what I'm going through. So just because I didn't post something on my fucking story and doesn't mean that I'm not there for you to support you. Another thing is the fact that some people just post shit to post shit. They don't do anything about it. They just do it to post it to make themselves look cool in that fucking moment. And I'm not really fucking about that. That's not the fucking life that I live. I'm going to try to solve it as much as possible. Same thing when people talk, post something about fucking Nebraska flooding a while back or whatever the fuck. Yeah, a bunch of people fucking posted to it. I bet half the people that posted about it didn't fucking donate money to help Nebraska. Okay, so I'm not one to fucking talk about it. I like to I'll post things if I really fucking need to in that moment, but I'm also going to do something about it. So it fucking irritates me when people are saying we have to post something to validate who we are as a person. If you know who I am, you know what I believe, you know who I fucking am as a person. That's that's it. I don't need to fucking post a goddamn story on fucking Instagram. So I had frustrations with fucking that. That really fucking got to me. Woo. That's I don't know if that's the realest I've ever gotten on this fucking podcast, but that's a lot of frustration fucking spewed out there. So I apologize for that uncut fucking version. We used to say lost shit's been fucking going on to where I also didn't want to, you know, that's why another thing why I didn't post was like, no one fucking cares about you posting for your fucking podcast. Like get the fuck out of here. Like there's way more important shit going on. I don't need to be posting like, come listen to me talk, drinking fucking a bunch of bullshit. But that's not, I, I just want to be a mood changer and just like try to try to help people get through things. I want to distract people and I want to make people laugh, but I want help. And I understand that things are happening. So I have to I have to voice that and all that kind of stuff, too. And again, this is always a it's a venting thing for me, I guess. And I, I appreciate anyone that listens to it. It's nuts. So that's that's all the big shit that happened.
Um, I think even with a lot of these changes and things that have happened in my life, it's kind of also like one of the bigger things is, I don't know if this is going to make sense. So bear with this, bear with this fucking, um, analogy, I guess. One of my favorite shows of all time is Boy Meets World. So if you ever have seen the show, and you, if you haven't, go watch it. I If you watch it, if you want to understand Dusty a little bit more, watch Boy Meets World. You'll be like, holy shit. That makes a lot of sense. A lot of the beliefs and shit, I honest to fucking God, other than me watching pro wrestling, I fucking lived for Boy Meets World. And... The way I think about the world and relationships um, um, specifically come from that fucking show. And I realized this the other day because it was blowing up my YouTube feed. And I was like, fuck, this is how I, this is why I think so heavily. This is why I put so much faith or belief on best friendship. This is why I put so much uh, things on relationships. This is why I'm like, oh, love at first sight. It's all about love. I, I think about a lot of things because of this fucking show. And a lot of things make a lot more sense to me. Um, I'll, I'll specifically talk about friendships, I guess here, but I, in the past couple of weeks, I kind of realized I had a, I had a great talk with my friend, Greg Roderick, who I hope to have on soon. And, um, he was one of my role models in the world. And we were talking, he's like, and he told me something we're, we're in this great Hispanic place. And he just goes, you know, Dustin, sometimes you just outgrow relationships you thought were stronger than they are. And man, did I think about that? Um, the past couple of weeks, even with this. And I'll tell you, and the key with this is that I, I, I harbor some shit, right? I can be a, um, a petty motherfucker is what one of my coworkers told me the other day. I can be a petty motherfucker. And I definitely can. I hold on to some shit, but I also have a belief that if you care about somebody truly, if you tell them that you love them and you're there for them or whatever, you can understand when they're hurting and you should be there for them. And I had a couple friends that I thought were really close to me that kind of like I was clearly going through kind of a dark place. Like, you know, it was it started to get on like, I, you know, I usually post like some dumb drinking shit or whatever the fuck I'm doing, like try to whatever. Or I, I talk, want to hang out with people, reach out to people and stuff. But you could tell like even my my immediate circle is why it matters. Like, you know, I'm not talking about people that fucking don't talk to me every day, but my immediate circle, like a couple of them were like, you good? Um, and my best friend, can you catch on? He's like, Miles, like, you good? Come, we should hang out. I'm like, yeah, because he knew I needed like something. And I just call a couple friends that were just like, just chose not to be there for me when I was hurting. Like, and I'm not one. This goes back to what I talked about at the beginning of the episode. I don't really ask for help, but there, I tried to th- throw something where I was like, hey, I'm. I'm hurting, but in the way of not saying that, and I guess you could argue like, well, if you don't say it point blank, I'm like, I think if you're a close, close friend, you should kind of read that. But if you, I wanted to have something on 4th of July that was just like, I wanted people around me, my closest friends to just distract me with everything because I was hurting because I was just, I wasn't sure if I was going to lose my grandma. I was going on. I needed to distract myself. I couldn't leave. I had, and all this stuff. And I had friends that just like, just acted like, no, it doesn't matter. And that shit pisses me off because I just don't, I don't understand that. I will never understand somebody. If you tell them that you're a close friend of you and you're, you're there for them. But then when they actually need you, you chose not to be there. And I don't know if it's me getting older, but I'm like, all right, fuck off. Like, I don't care. I don't, I don't need you anymore. Like I'm I'm pretty, like I make friends with fucking everybody. Okay. Shout out to myself. But like I make, I go out and make friends with people. Right. But if you choose not to be there for me when I kind of need you, 
That's you telling me that you really don't value our friendship. Are you valuing somebody else? You're valuing you're valuing a great time drinking with somebody else than when I just needed you to be there with me to distract me and just be there for me. That's telling me you truly don't value our friendship as much as I thought we did. So I've been just rethinking a lot of my friendships recently, and I, I'm becoming fucking um, <laughs> just this old fucking grumpy man in a sense, I guess. And I don't know if that's bad or good. And you can tell me if it's good, I guess, or you tell me if it's bad. I understand it. I understand that I hold it hard or some shit, but like, I don't think I'm ever going to back down on that idea or belief. Like I, I believe that you should be there for the people that you fucking care about. And I think you should be there for them wholeheartedly, no matter what. It's like fucking Sean and Corey are fucking each other. Like, that's the friendships I fucking like. That's the friendships I want. I don't want friendships that aren't going to be there when I need you. I don't care for that. And if you're not going to, then fine. That's cool. Like, I don't like live your life. Good. More power to you. But I don't want you in my life or my circle anymore. And that's fucking. I've been dealing with that. I feel like my circle in life just gets kind of gets smaller and smaller every time I grow up, which means. I don't know. And I, you know, I know I think about things emotionally, like emotionally, but like, that's just kind of how I am now. So that was another fucking thing. I'm just venting and shit. Woo. Um, let's get, <laughs> I don't know y'all. That was a, that was a lot. Um, I'm interested to hear what some people say about that, but it's crazy. It's just, I don't, I just think I'm getting ready for other things. And I'm just like, all right, I don't, we, we had a run and I just, I'm friendships and relationships are big to me. They always will be. Um, like I've told you there's levels. Like it's, it's not like, like somebody that I bumped in and we like the same apple. And I'm like, Oh, fucking, you can only, you be, I'm like, no, it's people that like, we've been through something. You're supposed to be one of my brothers and one of my best friends. And, you're just not there when I needed you. And I don't, I'm like, all right, cool. Like, bye. So I'm, I'm there a little bit and call me old grumpy fucking man, I guess. Maybe I'm being negative, but again, I told you it was going to be my little emotional podcast, I guess, but that's, that's wow. I spewed a lot of shit there. So that's a lot of shit, right? That's a lot of shit that was going on with me. Um, I don't know. All right. Well, well, let's get to a couple lighthearted bullshit. Um, one, <laughs> um, my high school reunion's coming up. Um, we were supposed to have our 10 year, I believe, like a year or two ago. COVID, all this kind of stuff pushes it back. And I did kind of want people's opinion. So please message me. But like, I have really no desire to go to my high school reunion. Now, I'm not saying like I was like a like a loser that didn't have friends in high school. I had friends in high school. I had a good time. But I also am not close with anybody from there anymore. It was like friendships of the moment like my really true friendships came from college and i i went through some personal shit in high school too like the depression started to kick in you know i was girl crazy girl broke my heart blah, 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 blah. but i i just i don't talk to anybody from high school so i really don't like i talk I've, I've been like floating this question around to a lot of people and like talking about talking it to the talking about it with them like are you do you go to your high school reunion like what is it like and you know, I got, I, I get varied answers. Like some people are like, Dustin, you gotta, dude, you gotta go, man. Like, you never know what's going to happen. Like, it's gonna be good to see some of those people. I'm like, I have nobody that I'm thinking about wanting to see, you know, like 
maybe it's the family aspect. Maybe it's like, I don't have a family and like, I know a lot of them fucking do. And like, you know, it doesn't mean like I'm a successful guy, I guess kind of who fucking knows, but I, I'm just weird about it. Like, I don't, I'm like, I don't, uh, dude, I don't care. I don't care to see my high school ex-girlfriend. I don't, I don't have like close friends that I keep in touch with there. So that's coming up apparently in July. So like, oh, I think like in like two weeks or some shit. Um, but I haven't decided if I'm going to that. Probably won't, but that's been a weird fucking thing. Um, next thought. Shakira is still hot as fuck. Shakira is God fucking damn it, y'all. Like, I don't know how much I can tell you that she's like top five crushes of all time. She's probably number one or two. God damn, she's fucking the best. Um, she's the fucking best. Shout out to Shakira. I don't know how old you are, but I would love you for the rest of my life. Um, but yeah, you know, that's that's gonna probably end the episode. I'm sorry if it wasn't as fun and shit. Oh, here's no, here's a last minute thing. If you can't tell the difference between country music stars Luke Bryan and Luke Combs and why I like Luke Combs so much more and like Luke Luke Bryan sucks, get the fuck out of here. Then you don't understand country music. You don't understand the difference. Okay. There's a fucking difference. All right. There's modern country, but there's good modern country. And there's modern country. It's like, what the fuck are you singing about? And how you're doing it, whatever. Like I could tell you just fucking somebody wrote that for you three years ago. Um, but yeah. So Luke Combs, shout out to him. Go listen to his fucking new album. It's fucking fire. Um, you know, I'm ready to do country shit at all times. I'm really getting into that lifestyle again i'm just like fuck man summer i need to go fucking sit with a case of beer and fucking nowhere in a lawn chair um but yeah so that was that was the unkept version of drinks on dusty um i am excited so we're back i'm gonna be in the next next two weeks i will for sure 100 guarantee we'll be releasing episode that was been locked in the safe for a bit with my boy, Justin Minchow to continue um, the trend of uh, the people in my life. And then after that is going to be an episode with my boy, Jake Mormon that I recorded. Um, and then uh, keep getting people on. So uh, getting some of my closest people in my life on this podcast and kind of talking about our relationship and friendship and stuff. And um, I'm really excited about that. Uh, thank you to all that listen. Thank you to everyone that's been shouting me out, trying to fucking tell me to release a fucking other one. Drinks on Dusty's back, little hiatus, ready to grind out, get some shit out. Um, but yeah, uh, please reach out with uh, people that want to be on the podcast. Um, getting ready to have three people on at the time, four, three to four people on, getting another new setup. I know I've been saying this for a long time. I'm still working on the merch and shit. I want to have a big, cool rollout and stuff. But you should be seeing coasters of Drinks on Dusty out at some of my favorite bars in the city in New York. Um but, you know, like and follow the Instagram, share it. Tell me what you think of the podcast. Tell me if you think it sucks. Tell me if you think it's good. Tell me what you fucking like and don't like about it. I appreciate all the support. Um, shout out to y'all. And you know what? Just let the drinks flow, baby. Cheers. Drinks on Dusty. We out.